Well, it's summer solstice time. Let's talk about it on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Hi, Thomas Miller. Thank you so much for being here. Not today, of course. Tomorrow, June 21st, will be summer solstice. I thought maybe what we would do, because the only exact aspect in the sky today is the moon moving into Leo later this afternoon at 6.04 p.m. Eastern Time. That sets up the Leo moon's position for where it will be tomorrow at 8 degrees Leo when the solstice hits at 11.57.50, my time here in Asheville, North Carolina. So I thought let's talk about the solstice today because it's obviously strongly applying into that energy tomorrow. And then just slightly before 11 a.m. Eastern time, we have the solstice. And I thought what we would do tomorrow is just a little solstice meditative kind of podcast. Haven't done that before, and I thought it would be cool to explore rather than talking about it. Let's feel into it together. How about that? So the moon moving into Leo today is the only thing and the Void, of course, now is up to 21 minutes. (laughs) 21-minute void, of course. That's not going to change for a while, with Pluto crawling its way back from zero degrees. Now, for tomorrow, I drew my chart right to the second. I wanted to see exactly when the sun crossed into Cancer based on where I'm located, and that is 10.57 and 50 seconds tomorrow morning. So basically, 10.58 a.m., And the first thing that jumps off the screen to me is that great big grand air trine. We have three trines in the chart. The sun is trying Saturn. Saturn is trying the south node. And so they are all connected by element with trines. Now, let's talk about Saturn. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Not only is it in this trine, but it's also in a sextile to Jupiter. Jupiter is in Taurus. That's the money sign. Saturn is retrograde in Pisces. That brings an air or an umbrella or an aura of spirituality to this whole conversation. And not to ignore the shadow, it also, we could talk about Neptune's lies and deceptions, illusions, delusions, fogginess, lack of clarity. But let's set that aside. Keep that in mind. It's always two sides of the coin. I want to stay on the other side. And then the south node, within, what, three weeks of changing signs, wrapping up those scorpionic deep issues. And then the luminary of the self, the sun, as high in the northern declination as it gets, 23 degrees, 26 minutes. The marker point, if you will, of out of bounds for other planets, as Robert and I talked about in an Old Soul, New Soul episode here recently, 2326. And how celebrated this day is, along with the winter solstice, the December solstice. But this summer solstice, for some reason, just seems to be so magical and so special, particularly to indigenous cultures around the world. And so many people will be on beaches and at the vortexes in Sedona and the vortex mountains in North Carolina, Mount Shasta in California. You better believe it at Stonehenge, etc., etc., all celebrating this moment in the sky. And here we have a chart, which is a birth chart of this summer solstice season, which will culminate in December. So this is, in essence, a birth chart of the next six months. I love that we have this grand trine, but we also have Saturn in retrograde and the South Node. So the next six months of our lives, there will be some reckoning being done, but in a positive way. 
perhaps in a clearing way, in a releasing way, perhaps, let's think about this together, with Saturn in Pisces in retrograde, retracing back the first decanate of Pisces, so a double Neptunian influence, with Neptune also in Pisces, and connected by this sextile to Jupiter, and who's the ancient ruler of Pisces? Jupiter. So in a positive way, this just got a lot bigger. Whatever happens, my encouragement over the next six months is allow it, because this is a positive set of changes. It's like, this isn't going to happen again. I wonder what changes happen in our worlds and in the world over these next six months. Hasn't this been the theme of these last, oh, what, week or so, right? Removing things that no longer serve. Getting things out of the way of a full-on Piscean spiritual revival. As if the Saturn-Pluto conjunction back in January of 2020 wasn't enough. As if the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in December 2020 wasn't enough. As if all these little lemon drops along the way that we've had over the last three years were not enough. Here is this big macro restructuring symbolism. Saturn and Pluto aligned in the sky in the sign of Capricorn. Trace it back. I've talked about it a lot. And now we have a very positive grand trine saying that we are going to go back and sweep it all up so that once Saturn is clear of this, Neptune finally moves into Aries in 2025 and 2026, that we are able to move forward with a lot of stuff that doesn't serve removed from our lives. And maybe some unhealthy dominoes will fall in the mundane as well. Now, the other thing that I've been keeping an eye on in the chart is this midpoint between the sun and the moon. Sun is at zero degrees Cancer. That happens every year, this date. The moon is at eight degrees Leo, so that puts the midpoint at 19 degrees Cancer. So the moon in the chart, of course, is the center point of our soul, basically. Our connection and, yes, intuition, subconscious mind, but that puts that midpoint in Cancer ruled by none other than the other karmic blues brother, Pluto, the lord of the underworld. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. Do you see where this is going? Let's do this. I'm going to be a little bit self-serving here, I will admit. I get royalties from all the audiobooks that I narrate for Fred Dodson. You guys have been so wonderful to buy those books, and they're life-changing, and it helps support my work and not having to go get a J-O-B. So let me mention two of Fred's books. If you don't have The Intuitive Awareness Method and the book Intuition Training, I would highly suggest those for the next six months. This is a time not to mess around. This is a water trine intuition. The midpoint between the sun and the moon is in water. This is about Pluto, also intuition. We need to collectively be honing our intuitive skills and using them these next six months. And once you have it, that intuitive awareness method guides my life. You will use it the rest of your days. And there's an urgency to this. It's almost like last call. I don't do that stuff anymore, but I was young once. <laughs> so, you know, it's like you hurry up in the last 30 minutes. That's what this is. Because look at Saturn is in retrograde. It's cleaning up. It moves out. Then Neptune moves out. And Pluto will not enter Pisces until 2045. So no theme builders, no outer planets in Pisces. I told somebody the other day who we were talking about this very thing and said, either we clean it up 
and we get on board spiritually and we get our compass set before all of this energy moves into Aries, or else it's the Battle of Armageddon. So when you peel the covers back and you look underneath this grand trine and you see two big karmic placements and then the very middle position between the two luminaries, in other words, at the heart of this thing for you and me, that combination of our head, our mind, our self, and our soul, our unconscious, subconscious, our connection with divine source, all represented by the moon, is Pluto. Transformation. Death. Rebirth. Build it bigger, better. Uncover the taboos in our lives. Pulling the mask off the phantom. Revealing the ugly so that it can be beautified. And being willing to go literally to hell in order to go to heaven. That's what's ahead of us the next six months. What a powerful meditation this will be tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Love you guys. Ah, happy solstice.